Hey, just a quick uh, trigger warning. Just want to know around like 34 minutes, there's like a one and a half minute discussion of sexual assault. Because uh, that's what's happening in the movie. I apologize, but I assure you the rest of the discussion is mostly about goats. So just if you want to, if you get around to 30, 32, you're starting to feel a little weird, skip ahead a couple minutes and enjoy the rest of the conversation. Good evening, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about spreading international understanding. Uh, yeah, I made that noise. About spreading international understanding. I'm your host, Alex Falcone. You can follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. And I have a great panel with me today. First up, he's at Anthony Lopez Part 2 on Twitter. It's my co-host, Mr. Anthony Lopez. Uh, Alex, I've been waiting to say this for like a day now. Polo. Polo. <laughs> It would yeah. be so much easier to find him if he knew how he to play just, the game. You I mean, gotta make fish a out sound. of water the whole time. Yeah. Fish out of water. Yeah, seriously. He was, he was going all over the place. Yeah, and like the thing is, sorry. Let me cross, before you in? do this bit, let me cross off my minor compliment. <laughs> <laughs> just to catch everybody up, uh, the main character's name is Mark, uh, which in Esperanto is pronounced Marco, and so his blind sister went around yelling Marco, Marco, trying to find him, and uh, he never said Polo once, which would have solved it. I mean, when you think else. about it, the demon lady was trying to get him to water. So she was just trying to get him to play That's the true. game properly. That's mm-hmm. true. <laughs> she wasn't going to step on his head till she, till he drowned. She was going to teach him how to play Marco Polo properly. <laughs> I'm so glad you did that. Uh, also joining us today, he's at Carter Street 42 on Twitter. It's Mr. Stephen Carter. Uh, he befuddled you with love. There's really not a lot you can pull out of this movie to say. I'm gonna be like, it's, it's maybe one of the least quotable movies. Uh, yeah, all I, I'm just picturing that goat's face. Is that a quote? Just like his look? That's yeah, that was my do. that was my alt. But uh. <laughs> I have no idea what. Yeah, uh, at least you got to read it, so you could write down the quote really easily with even when it's on I, pause. You know, yeah, I, yeah. Well, we're getting into major compliment territory right now, so I'll, I'll stop. Pull, bite my tongue. All right, I, no, no, no. this I'll is s- a really forward-thinking movie when you think about it that way. You know, quotes so you can write them down easier yeah. for podcasts. Esperanza, they were just seeing the future. <laughs> I mean, they're just like yeah. three years too early because I think 2021 is when Esperanto takes over the whole world. That's my prediction. If that doesn't happen, I'll give you each a dollar. Really? Ooh. Yeah. Which at the time will only be worth 97 cents. So I'm going to put it in savings now. I'll actually make money. That's not how that works. <laughs> also joining us, uh, <laughs> rounding up the panel today, she's at Sarah Hathaway on Twitter because that is her name. It's Sarah Hathaway. Don't look directly at the sun. Your pupils will open and your retinas will burn. Did you? <laughs> and then what does she do? Yeah. She looks straight at that damn sun. Classic Trump style. Straight yep. at the sun. Yep. I, uh, I, I, it does like in the end, like she makes her blind for a little while, but then she just has perfect night vision. So. It was really weird. That's pretty I got cool. really hung up on that. Was that also <laughs> partly the, the bad people making her blind? Yeah, that's what or I. Or was th- that her? It was part of yeah. the curse, right? Oh, like, it was a curse. It wasn't like actually they were just doing good um, safety protocols, teaching the kids at home not to stare straight into the the totality. I assume, I good question. That. <laughs> I assumed it was mostly just a, a PSA for kids to not not look at the eclipse, but it could be. It could I, be. I don't. I I what? I'm not gonna proclaim to be an expert on the plot of this movie. <laughs> so <laughs> let's. I mean, well, she fortunately just for you guys, I will sun. be in a minute. For a fraction of a second, too. Like, well, just I, a hair. 
of a second, you know. I've looked at the sun longer when there's nothing going on, just to be like, mm-hmm. could, like what? What do you? You're not so much sun. What do Didn't you want? They from also me? take away her hearing briefly, though, or well, was her the, voice. did the sound just go out? Okay. Oh, her voice. Okay. Yeah. They, I think uh, I think the sound was just damaged because it's like the only print that's around. Yeah, this is the yeah. only copy of the movie. Um, uh, this is man. This is so. It's actually like really comforting to hear you guys riff on this in the way that happens on this podcast sometimes. Where I like, I felt like I was just in a crazy dream sequence, and now that I'm con- like getting confirmation that this really happened, this is a real movie, and I we all watched the same thing. I didn't accidentally watch the wrong movie. It's just very nice to hear you guys talk about all these things as if they happened to oh, me. I the second this movie was over, I pulled up a synopsis just to read yeah. through yeah. it and just yeah. be like, "Yes, that is what happened." Yes, yep, yeah. I didn't miss I any did the scenes. Same thing. Yeah, yeah. I didn't this wait movie... until it was over. I was watch- I was. I had the synopsis open the whole time. <laughs> I was like, "Well, they got to get moving. Yeah. We're an hour in." That's the danger <laughs> of doing it early. Yeah, you're like, uh, I was like, "Well, wow, this next." Half hour of the movie only has two sentences, so I guess this goat's gonna do something horrible. No, the movie really is like the closest thing to having a completely forgettable dream. Like, <laughs> it's a little weird, and it's not gonna stick with you. And William yeah. Shatner was there for He's a like- minute. <laughs> yeah. I think I think Milos Milos was in the for just a split second, but just like, like upside down and sweaty. Yeah, the guy making murder. <laughs> Yeah, also, I was like, I was with this girl, but then, like, we didn't do anything because we weren't married yet. But we really loved each other, yeah. and I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, she, was talking about being she put naked her head on in my hill? lap for a second, and then I was like, I'm going to die for you. <laughs> so, you guys, this is episode number 434 of the podcast. Um, we are, we've are we now done as many episodes as the number of earthquakes in Indonesia in the first two months of 2018. Oh, Whoa. God, shut it all down. <laughs> Is that a lot to you? We're done. It sounds like a lot to me, but I also know nothing and looked up no comparisons. So I don't know if that's a record or like near low. No idea. Anyway, <laughs> eat, eat, pray, rumble. Okay. Um, oh. Speaking of shaky premises, this week we're talking about the 1966 oh. horror film starring William Shatner. Uh, it's called Incubus in English or Incubo, as it is pronounced properly in esperanto or i guess it is uh it's called incubo as it is pronounced improperly in esperanto uh as we will be doing on this show as they do on the movie mispronouncing most esperanto words um i don't know if you guys saw is this that a horror movie yeah it's a horror movie that's wow that's interesting it was the 60s so they're like their threshold for horror was much lower we've we've lived through some shit now so we're like you gotta you gotta scare me to make it a horror movie hmm yeah also, did you guys read that fact that it was like when they that all the Esperantos pronounced wrong? So when they first sh- they screened it for a room full of people who could speak the language and they just laughed the whole time. Yeah. Um, but-, but can we talk about that? I d- like imagine being the fifty to one hundred people who were really into Esperanto, right? And yeah. going to this theater and being like, "This is our Star Wars, ladies and gentlemen. This is our right. moment." <laughs> right. And just then seeing this and being like, you know, maybe this isn't going to catch. Catch on. <laughs> <laughs> I also, but, but also, let's picture for a moment. Imagine a movie that is entirely in English and every word is pronounced wrong. Just what a delight that would, would be for I you. I would enjoy that. I mean, this is probably a very funny movie to a very, yeah. very few select people. <laughs> I, I mean, it's like if you were going to, the, the people who were going to see like Bitcoin the movie, you know, well, just like, I was just going to say, just that. like sitting there and being like, 
You know what? No, you know what? My wife left me because I, I invested all the money in Esperanza, but it's totally going to be worth it. It's totally going to pay just, off. I was just thinking that because I was like, this is like, uh, these people are probably as insufferable to be around as Bitcoin people. These are probably the people who are like, no, the government will not control our language. This is bigger than the government. This is a, this is a language of the people. Like, I bet they're just like Bitcoin people. Yeah, man, I don't know if it's like the is a slight uh, lag in the in the d- the phone call or in just my comedy because it feels like no one has liked any of my riffs as like my in- my invitations have all been rebuffed. Well, I do love the image of the one Bitcoin fan who is always like every week they compare me to another asshole. Maybe I'm the <laughs> asshole. Like, yeah, uh, Alex, my my uh, my Skype is lagging a little bit just because I'm doing some crypto mining while we're talking. So maybe maybe that's why. Uh, that could be it. Uh, so the reason we're watching this movie, uh, which was lost for like 30 years and then found in one, uh, it was only it was only released in France, I believe, widely, and so the last print was found oh. in Paris. And uh, the only available print in English, they just, it had subtitles burned into the film. So the English version is just like big block print uh, of. Or like over their face. Over the French ones. It. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it is bizarre. Uh, but the reason we, we stumbled onto this, uh, this interesting piece of film history is because this was sponsored by the Reverend Lauren from Lowell Mac. Uh, and Reverend Lauren is an Episcopal priest, uh, so uh, we assume that she was on the side of William Shatner and not on the goat in this movie. Um, as far as their rooting interests, I like felt like for a little while I was rooting for the uh, succubi ladies, especially if I'd known there was a goat on their team, but then they're like some weird parts that I don't really care for. But uh, anyway, apparently, apparently Reverend Lauren was all about the... The, I'm assuming was all about the uh, William Shatner side. So you were you were tempted by the side that started off by drowning a guy, <laughs> like by by like stomping on him. It was like I was like, wow, this is a big stunt. It was interesting. Uh, I don't know if I was like rooting for them real hard. I I mean I wasn't. I was trying to say that I was, and now I, I want when you remind me of the visual drowning we had to deal with, I yeah. walked into their team. You're right. And I forgot right. about that. Mostly, I was just like they're in white, and she just wants to do her job better. She wants to grow. I, I did, I, like, so this is basically, like, a satanic Disney movie, kind of, for the first yeah. act, right? Mm-hmm. She basically has, like, I her I want song moment, you know? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So Hope I did have that, like, even if, like, yeah, we work in wildly different fields. I do comedy, she drowns people for the devil. But, mm-hmm. like, I get, <laughs> like, knowing you have more in you. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, I, yeah. I know yeah. that feeling. And I so sh- I was like, yeah, you know what? You get it. Don't let your superiors tell you. They, sh- their superior doesn't want you to do it because your superior is afraid, you know? That's what's and she happening was, here. It wasn't like she was trying to climb out of vanity. She was like, I am like wasted on these easy cases. Give yeah. me harder work. I want yeah. to do better for the devil. And I, I admire that. I got so that. much evil in me, you know? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's it's a weird backwards Disney movie. Um Anyway, so the, the reason uh, Reverend Lauren picked this is, is quote, besides this movie being terrible, it has an interesting history. <laughs> it was filmed in Esperanto, the language of the future. Uh, all the negatives were accidentally destroyed and then found 10 years later in one Paris back room. It's pre-Star Trek William Shatner trying to speak a mm-hmm. foreign language, so that's strange. And um, also, the uh, Reverend Lauren's previously sponsored Doppelganger for us, and uh, that was a really weird foreign language film experience and really fun. So... Um, 
yeah, so like a good history with Reverend Lauren. Um, uh, also, huge props to the Reverend for her dedication. When I emailed her to confirm she, her sponsorship had been chosen, she emailed me back right away to say, thanks, Alex, I just gave birth, so I'll get you the info when I get home on Thursday. <laughs> Oh my goodness, wow. congratulations. I know, congratulations, I that's amazing. And she was so happy about the sponsorship. I would have expected, it would have been very reasonable for her to be like, you know what, I thought I cared about this movie two weeks ago, but now I know love unlike any I've ever felt before. Um, I don't know, I guess it might not be her first kid. Maybe she's like, by now it's easy. What about the movies? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, a sponsorship <laughs> takes 12, 11 months to go through. I mean, a baby, it's, that's not too bad. Yeah, and you gotta uh, you gotta try several times, but the trying to sponsor an episode is less fun than the trying for the other thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, right? if you're doing it wrong. <laughs> I think also I'm trying to remember if I I like really self conscious now that Doppelganger that when we watched that was I referred to as a f- foreign language film, and now I'm trying to remember if it was just British. Um, which uh, what which there's a couple that I I've been looking for it. What what kind of which movie was, was it? it? Man, I don't remember. It's been a while. Was Drew Barrymore in it? <laughs> maybe. Yeah, was maybe a, I'm thinking of something else. No, that, that's one. There is also a British science fiction film. It's also known as Journey to the Far Side of the Sun. It wasn't that one. That doesn't sound right. Um, yeah. What's going on? Anyway, I don't have the time to look this up. I got a podcast to do. So, Why would you Journey to the Far Side of of the sun because like earth will take you there in about a half year <laughs> well, we're all, all journeying to the far side of the That's what we <laughs> yeah. Do. yeah anyway sorry to derail um man i don't rem- man i don't even remember what we saw uh it's been a lot of episodes all right back to this so anyway thank you reverend congratulations congratulations uh, we're happy for you uh and uh, also, all three of you guys, Sarah and and Stephen Anthony, were her favorite guests, so it worked out amazingly well. Aww. Uh, Aww. thank you. That's very sweet. She, she sensed the Episcopal in me. <laughs> I was raised in the Episcopal Church. She might be, you know, recognizing. It's not quite game recognize game. It's like Christ <laughs> recognize Christ. Yeah, that's actually Are, weird. My dad was Episcopal uh, growing up. Ooh, yeah, that, this is weird. Maybe wow. this is actually like all just trying to trick you guys back into the church. I'm game. <laughs> yeah, all right. I mean, it, yeah. worst things have happened, honestly. <laughs> it'd be, it's a lovely place. It'd be a bold tactic on behalf of the church, but let's yeah. see how it plays out. You know what? They're using that tax-free money to sponsor some pod- podcasts. I'm all about it. Uh, yeah. If you want to use your money for weird purposes, you can go to Regis. <laughs> That's not great tag anyway uh become a meat buddy you can sponsor our show and you can vote on upcoming topics including right now for just uh the next few days we have a uh, a meat buddy vote going on that's very important we're picking out a space movie a nasa or space themed movie for an upcoming episode um that i'm very excited about uh i'm gonna be i guess i'll say it now uh i'm, I'm gonna be uh down in florida uh reporting on a launch for nasa for um their <gasps> social pro the social influencers program so i get to go live tweet a rocket oh my launch gosh. And then we're gonna do i a mean they, they're it. just launching a new website and he's just gonna go and watch him hit the <laughs> like launch button but he's making a very big deal out of it i love you're code a, you know you're yeah. a social influencer i am i am a social influencer apparently um amazing and it's it's like it's like 25 <laughs> science teachers or bloggers and then me and an actress. So I, we're like the uh, the fun people at the party, I guess. I'm going to go try to not embarrass myself. You two should just mingle and then try to get a science teacher to call you guys Hollywood. 
<laughs> oh, Hollywood in the corner Ooh. hanging out. Oh, that'd be so cool. <laughs> Try to make that happen. Yeah, it's a. It's funny because a bunch of the like these like p- like professional science or like not professional but like um uh non. Uh, like like very passionate science for like amateur science reporters all a bunch of follow them followed me in a row and they all have way more twitter followers than me and i'm just it's gonna be really interesting experience but i'll do i'll do some inter- i'm bringing my recorder i'm gonna do some interviews we'll throw them into the podcast but we're gonna watch some movie um well we're actually watching mac and me first and that it turns out i didn't know this anthony <laughs> but has nasa as the enemy so we'll do oh. NASA as the Oops. villain for week one, and then I'll, I'll watch the launch, and then we'll do something where they're not the villain. So I don't know. I We talked about maybe doing, uh, we might do uh, Armageddon. We might do Apollo 13, which is one of my favorite movies. Um, Gattaca. It's got a lot of rocket launches. So these are all up in the well, media. Gattaca's fun. I love Gattaca. And Gattaca, the character is like, I've watched every rocket launch at this facility, and that is one of the reasons why I've watched every rocket launch online that I can, So which helped me get to this place. So... I actually think it's like a good choice. You're also going to be very careful about not leaving any of your DNA at NASA. So I think Gattaca <laughs> will thematically fit. Also, this is weird, but I only bought a plane ticket there because I never leave anything for the way back. <laughs> mm. <laughs> anyway, so all of that That's is good. You can vote on that. Uh-huh. You can be part of that momentous decision by going to redistribute.com slash meet buddies and also follow along. Uh, at Alex underscore Falcon, you can see me, and on Instagram, I'll be posting photos and stuff, so you can follow my weird NASA adventure for a day. Unless like a cloud sneezes, and then they'll cancel the launch, and I'll just be in Florida for no reason. Um, so it'll be weird. It'll be interesting. Tune in now. Let's summarize this movie because we're uh, already about as half as long as the film is, and we haven't talked <laughs> about it yet. So I'm gonna give you guys a quick summary. Jump in, make corrections. You know what? You know this plot by heart, but I think this is a pretty good job. So there's this well. And the well is awesome. Not only is the water right up to the top, so you don't have to pull the bucket. Uh, also, if you drink some of it, it heals your wounds or and makes you more beautiful. I'm not clear on, it, on if it can do both at the same time or just those are just two properties. And that So this is a prequel to Lost. I feel like that's very important to reference. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> I didn't make that connection. <laughs> is there a well that makes you hot? Oh, yeah. In Lost? Oh. Among yeah. other things. We don't I really did. know what the well and lost does, but let's <laughs> no, say it they, does this. They didn't really clarify it. Yeah. <laughs> I did notice that every three minutes, one of them had to walk over and press a button by the well. So that makes sense. Isn't that a so lot? we know how far Alex got in Lost. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, uh, I only watched the three episodes, but I did it for this podcast. So everyone already knew how far oh, in wow. I got. You know, the interesting thing about this well is like the way it was introduced with like momentous voiceover, I figured it would be a lot more important yeah. to the plot. Yeah, me yeah. too. But as it turns out, it just is the reason all the demons are there. Yes. It's, yeah. Well, did, yeah. I, I had a question. Is the well actually magical or is like the legend of the well used as almost like a siren song to draw people there for the demons? I think that's what it was. Yeah. yeah we never actually see the well like do anything, but well, it, right. it suckers pe- bad people in the going there. I will point there, out right? one thing, Anthony, one tiny thing, which is that when the people who went there out of vanity drank from the well, they were like, salty. And then when the yeah. pure-hearted William Shatner drinks, he said, ooh, it's sweet. So there is some... I don't know how pure-hearted he was, by the way. Oh, yes. well, they were Maybe sure that he was... jumping forward a little, but he mashed his face on hers an awful lot for someone <laughs> who was very pure. Uh, yeah. Well, but he, he was... refused to mash his other parts with her until they were married, which he did in her sleep. Anyway, here's my point. So this well is really <laughs> awesome, and it either makes you hot or fixes your wounds, and that makes it very popular, whether or not it's actually real. But there's a downside, as you guys mentioned, that 
water well brings all the boys to the yard. So all the demons hang out <laughs> around the well, and they uh, these are a bunch of uh, uh, succubi, succubuses, and uh, um, and I guess it makes sense that this that the, there would be this downside to the well because otherwise this is just an infomercial for the dopest well in Nomen Tomb, um, but which is the name of the town. I don't think I ever run, referenced that, but that's what the internet says. Um, but the downside is like, so surrounded by these, these demons suck you by who will, um, if you come to the well and you're not pure, they will murder you in the ocean. That's not yeah. great. So what their plan is, it's, this is how the, the, the con works. They hang out near the well. They flirt with people who come to get prettier and then are like, come get me. Ha ha ha. Come get me. And then they walk backwards into the ocean. And then when you go into the ocean, if you slip on a rock, they will stand on your neck until you drown, and then your soul can go to Satan. And then they're like, "Cool, good day's work, Kia." And then they high five. I mean, I think it's more of a like they pick the shot type of thing more than they always step on you, step mm. on your face till you drown. I think they just kind of just find their moment. But they but got to drown. They never like they never stab anybody. Yeah. You don't know well, that. We only saw her kill the one person. Yeah. Also, her body disposal tactics are very suspect for someone who murders for a living. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Just like makes a sand castle out of him, and then the body keeps getting like oh. slowly uncovered throughout yeah. the course of the movie. And I was like, oh, this will matter. Nope. William Shatner will find the body and realize that she's an evil murder. Nope. Doesn't matter. <laughs> That's what she's doing. She's building a sand castle on. Th- Okay, because that okay, because she murders the guy. It cuts yes. to a building, a sandcastle, and then several times throughout the movie, they cut back to the body just turning in the tides. But I didn't get yeah, this. It, it washed up. Yeah, I did not get that sandcastle thing. So yep. I was just like, it's just the weird, like, oh, now they're playful and creative. Yeah, uh, it's sort of like the it's like a cigarette after sex. It's like on a, in a movie to illustrate what has happened. It's like, oh, oh, she's building a sandcastle. She must have murdered, and uh, that's how you know. So, well, his feet were sticking out of it. Also, yeah. like there's the feet. Hands. Yeah, you can tell from the feet. <laughs> well, you can definitely tell because this movie has been you know restored in beautiful high definition. So the resolution's really yeah. there. On the, yeah, uh, uh, but it, yeah. So, so this, this is a great point though about the disposal because like. I, she kept telling Shatner she had to bring him to the sea, so it seemed like her only murder method was the sea. But if that's the case, you can't just leave it littered with bodies. Well, it will make the next people suspicious. It's where, like, the ritual has to be for... Okay, so this movie takes place in, like, hell or purgatory, right? Like, none of this isn't, like, a real... Oh. Because to uh, me, that's the That's o- a lot of... That's an interesting theory. That's uh. the only thing that actually <laughs> makes sense to me, is that this is, like, a movie that is, like... People are brought here, and if you're a pure soul, you get sacrificed to the devil. If you're not, you find this church, which has this powerful religious things, and then you're like, you're free there. Like, this doesn't just take place. The church did seem awfully large for a town with a population of four. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe it's this is always bigger, empty. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and not locked. Yeah, this is a very strange world. You're uh, right. Again, if the camera panned to the left, you would see that it's the church from the end of Lost. You would see no, a, a yeah, glass yeah. window with a bunch of multi denominational signs on it. And yeah. Christian Shepherd would be there, and Ben would still be outside for some reason because he's too good yeah. to go in with everybody well, else. He, he has a lot to atone for. Okay. You know. So I, I obviously I, follow all the things you're saying, but where is that uh, button? Are they still pressing that button? Uh, hold on a sec. 
Alex, Anthony, and I need to talk about okay. last for a little while. Go for it. I'll be here. Because <laughs> the uh, button is still on the island, but we're in the purgatory, the Flash Sideways universe now. Right. Which so is, this is sort this of like an early, place. early Flash Sideways universe. Yeah. yeah, it's small. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, I'm gonna you guys- just. You oh, know, like, more. there's, like, YouTube, uh, people, like, take loss and edit it chronology, in, like, in chronological oh, yeah. order of the events? I'm going to no. find one of those and just splice this movie into it. Yeah, That's what I'm going to do. I'm just going <laughs> to but splice random scenes, like a scene from 10 minutes. I'm going to put that into, like, four hours into Lost. That's when this story happened. Just this would have been... When you guys are I'm done, sorry. just say Alex, over. We're not like we're done. Do- no, I know. Just when you're, I was gonna say, when you're done, just say over like it was a radio broadcast. So that I'll okay, know sounds good. Him. I think that this this movie would have been a better episode than the like that next to final episode with Al- Alice and Janney. Like if yeah. this was to, the, to explain the mythology, it would have oh, left a lot open ended, yeah. and I think it would have been actually more powerful. I I honestly like that too. Like the uh, like uh, this coven of uh, you know satanic creatures there on it. I. Yeah, yeah I buy it. William Shatner showing up would be better than a lot of the other cameos they got and later lost to. I I agree. Yeah, like the guy from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. That was weird. <laughs> Sarah, do you want to talk about anything here? You know, I just like when you guys mentioned all the guest stars. I just zoned out and thought about that episode with Biling and the tattoos, <laughs> uh, which is like, oh, you mean the, Stranger in a Strange favorite. Land? Yeah, yeah, that's like one of my favorite, like, what the hell happened episodes of Lost. I love it. He walks among us, but he is not one of us. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what the tattoo meant? Yes. All right, over. <laughs> so when I was, uh, as I was saying, Doppelganger was the 1993 film starring uh, uh, Drew Barrymore. And oh, is, okay. And she is a demon, so obviously the Reverend has a thing for demons. But I was thinking of a totally different movie. Um, oh, I, was it D, was it Diva? That's the one where there's a French movie and there's a motorcycles and stuff. Anyway, I am glad that uh, you were able to sponsor this episode, Lauren, since I, I, one of the reasons I chose it is because I remembered you having sponsored a movie you didn't sponsor. Anyway, Doppelganger is interesting. I should watch that again. Um, so the point is, uh, there's this demon named Kia, and she's a oh, succubus, yeah. and she's having some work des- dissatisfaction issues, as we alluded to earlier. She wants more of a challenge. She wants to express herself with her soul murdering. She, instead Even of just getting... 7,000-year demon itch, you know? Yeah, exactly. She's been at it for just long enough that she's got a feet underneath her. They call her the, the, the seven-year stallion. That's what they called her in Demonville when she's hanging out at the lunch counter. They, uh, She wants like a harder job because she's like, look, these guys show up. They're already impure. I just kill them in the ocean and then don't dispose of them very well. Who needs? The, who's, what's the challenge? I want to kill someone who's good. You know, uh, I want to take a pure man and I want to take his soul. That'll be a real accomplishment. I'll put that award up there along with my uh, thirty days no absences award that I got last year. So. But her work friend, her like supervisor, is like, no, don't do it. Love is too strong. Uh, but then she doesn't give a shit about love. She's Kia, so she finds William Shatner, a former soldier, hanging out uh, and and like battle hero. Well, uh, first, before she finds him, she goes. She's like, I gotta see my options. So she oh, like, yeah, she this is very very strange sequence where she's like, all right, men of the church, they're all oh, good, yeah. but they like one of them like turns the cross around while he's like doing 
jerking off in the woods, I guess. I don't know what that guy was doing. <laughs> I what was wondering I'm... if he was going to jerk off in the woods. What right. was that about? He's like, yeah. I, wa- I want to jerk off in this corner, but oh, don't you hate when you want to touch yourself, but there's and a crucifix hanging? Jesus is looking at you. It's like, yeah, just go, some- go to another tree yeah. without the cross. <laughs> That's his tree. And then one one priest like just buried something under a house, so that made him evil. Um, I forgot about that. Like I was, I was very like curious. Like, what are the standards for evil? Because I like, I touch myself and bury stuff randomly sometimes. Does that make me evil? (laughs) Like, I just turn. I like turning crucifixes around so Jesus can look at the wall. So I, I don't know. Maybe I'm not doing anything creepy. I just like think it's a fun game. (laughs) <laughs> Look at this wall, Jesus. Am I evil? I don't know. But none of those are as pure as Mr. Shatner. He is very pure. So, because he was in a, he's a soldier, hero. he's a war hero. He uh, lives with his sister, which takes a lot of patience. Um, that's all we know. Um, oh, and he's come to the water not for vanity, but he he wants the water to cure his war wounds that he got being purely good during a war. And uh, so, <laughs> so I get that Kia shows up at uh, Shatner's house to seduce him and it's like totally working. She's been there like five minutes and then a total solar eclipse happens, which is very romantic. Um, also, in my favorite, one of my favorite things about the movie is that they're in the path of totality and yet no hype at all for this eclipse. There's no RVs no. parked outside. There's not a thousand news stories about the glasses and look, don't look at the sun. And uh, it was just like, oh, cool. Eclipse. Again, in like purgatory, there's yeah. probably an eclipse like every 36 hours, right? Oh, it's probably just cool. one of those weird effects that happens, you know, that and, and like the seas boil every once in a while. <laughs> just a lot of weird shit, raining frogs. For I mean, minutes. apparently it doesn't happen that often because the, the chickens won't lay eggs anymore because of it or something. Um, this is really <laughs> fun. But it does seem like a, a romantic way to meet somebody right as an accidental eclipse starts. Um Oh, and then his sister stares at the sun and goes blind. So that's the thing. Um, Or it's a curse. So while she's blind, walking around yelling, Marco, Marco, um, Kia and Marco run uh, another direction to fall in love in like 45 minutes. And they are, there's some kissing. Um, And, but then he tells her that she won't, he won't, he won't have sex with her unless they're married. So she takes a nap. um, And while she's napping, he picks her up and carries her to a church to force marry her because he's old fashioned that way. And <laughs> yeah, uh, there was a, this is a very weird. I mean, I'm not like I haven't dated a lot uh, in the 60s, but it or ever. But it feels like that whole like we just met and this is crazy, but there was an eclipse. I'm going to carry you to a church. Maybe like this is just a very strange series <laughs> of dating things that happened. I don't know if that's how it normally goes. It- yeah. I also like totally misread the situation with his sister you when they were, they were first introduced. Oh. I was like, wow, there's a lot of tension. And it was <laughs> and then they're very clearly like, wow, we look nothing alike and yet we are brother and sister. Uh, yeah, I I had the same reaction yeah. too. I, yeah. But but I mean I I mean I don't know if you guys do this. I have two sisters and when we hang out together, that's basically all we talk about. You're constantly referencing the fact that and like how long you've been brothers and sisters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, so they were they that's how they get that across. They're very clear. Um so but anyway, she wakes up in the church, right? The Kia the succubus and she is mad. Turns out doesn't care for the church. It makes her cry seeing a crucifix. It's just really hard on her, which is why I turned them around. But she just uh, just in case you have a succubus. In case succubus comes by. Well, you yeah. just gotta be polite, you know. I don't like to well, force my nice. my religion on demons. Um, yeah, 
And she runs away. She's all mad. She's like, this date sucks. I don't like looking at Jesus. So she hatches this plan. She's mad at him, even though this was her idea to take his soul to the devil. Um, but she's mad at Shatner for playing unfairly. So she hatches this plan where they're going to corrupt the purity out of Shatner so they can take him to hell. So they raise a demon out of the dirt, an incubus, um, who uh, brings forth the awesome metal that we'd all been waiting for. Um, no, it's just, just incubus. He's just a guy. Just I was so guy. mad. I was like, it's just a guy. Yeah, well, it's just, just a guy. No, no. He's a goat man. Just oh. because well, it takes yeah. a while to get there. Spoiler. They <laughs> like man. don't just say he's just a guy. He's clearly a goat man. He just knows you keep that you keep that ace up your sleep. You know, you yeah, don't you, just you, open with that, you know. <laughs> the uh, turning into a goat is your big move, so you don't want to start as a goat. That takes all the well, fun out of it. Especially because it's in, apparently and obviously the most ineffective move ever. Like you lose your <laughs> fingers, you lose your size. You're you're a goat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you really gotta again, you gotta pick your spots when you pull that out. And I'm like, if he just opened up with that out of the ground, it would have been a cool moment. But I'm sure there are times where turning into a goat effective. would be really helpful. He's got to climb a rocky cr- crag, a mountain. You know, he's got to like, or he's got to walk through a long tunnel that's four feet tall, and he doesn't want his back to hurt afterwards. I have this invasive weed growing in my nose. <laughs> yeah, 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 there's a lot of I, great. Time. I have all these aluminum cans. What am I going to do with them? <laughs> there's so many good times where you want to be a goat. You're trying to sneak into a goat herder's house. Um, oh, there's yeah. a man who hasn't been headbutted in weeks. <laughs> Bam, go. There's a lot of great reasons. Yeah, or or maybe uh, you're just the best that's ever been. So you're you gotta uh. be a goat. No, he was actually a goat. He was like a like a goat goat. Anyway, so she uh, she raises him. He's but he's not a goat yet. He's just a shirtless dude, and he seems fine. A little wet. A little. He's kind of like a bit of a zombie vibe, but then he's fine. He's he likes like, to do well, big arms a lot. He does. He <laughs> walks around like he's trying to startle a bear. So he's on, or he's like in some sort of music video. So his arms are always yeah. above his head shaking. He walks, I thought I missed something or something about that. that was he weird. walks around like a goat who's in a human body for the first time. <laughs> like it's actually when you know the twist ending it makes sense. That's a good he's just point. Like, look at me. Huh? Look at this. Look how Look at the spread. Look just, at this T-pose I can pull off. Look at where my Next. forelegs are. They can go so high. <laughs> but then, and so it seems like it's going to be fun, right? All Having this guy out here, he's going to get in a fight with Shatner. But then they decide, look, Shatner no. uh, defiled me with an act of love. So we need to defile his sister and also prove that HBO isn't the only network that can use sexual assault as a plot device. So that happens. And then Shatner is mad. Such a bummer. It is a bummer. Um, I was like, "Oh, this is a movie about sexual assault." Yeah, and then we, we and thought then it wasn't the fun. Some of the wind left my sails because I was like weirdly into it for a little bit before yeah, yeah, then, yeah. and then that happened, and I was like, "Oh, never mind." I'm yep. really yeah. depressed. Also, <laughs> like later, he just tries to stab the guy, so it feels like this really doesn't. Like you could have cut this scene, and it wouldn't have mattered. Um, just sword fight with Shatner, and then let him stab you, and then be anyway. So. Well, let's just move on past that thing that ruined the movie. And then... Well, um, well, just one more thing about oh, okay. that thing mm-hmm. that really annoyed me is like, why not just take the sister's soul if you're going to torment her anyway? 
right? Like she that's what part of the things that made But that's the thing that made me think that this is some kind of a construct, not like cuz if they're just looking for souls, she's also good and they have her they can just take her and drown her, but they choose to torture her to get back at him for their ritual, which makes it seem like she's not a real person, like she's some sort of mm. construct given to him in this place. Because mm-hmm. it's like, if they just want souls, you, you got her, she's, it can go blind easily, just walk her into the water. How tough is that? Like, Anthony, why is she? she has to, to transgress, right? Yeah, it's, a, it's about quality, not quantity, Anthony. They can't just take her. She is a serial killer, so it would be, she's already very corrupt. Um, this is wait. You know, the sisters a serial yeah, killer. Yeah, the, the sisters a serial. We don't see any of it, but you can tell. And so she. That's well, why she be, just hung out, not going to war. She seems like the purest of souls. No, she, she had a lot of free even time. Know not to look into the sun. That's oh, that's true. She is naive, she, but she was able to bring out a lot of bread on short notice. <laughs> that I do not yeah, trust. Like that. a whole sourdough loaf. A suspicious loaf. amount yeah. of bread came out of her. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I feel like she just you know like once your heart is set on Shatner, no blind bread baker is gonna take. It's not gonna do. You know you're out for the good one. You gotta get, you gotta get Shatner. No one else will do. Go big or go Shatner or go Shatner or go home. Either way. Um. So uh, Shatner's mad about this whole thing, and so he gets in a fight with the Incubus and is badly losing. Just just sucks in this fight, despite being a war hero. Um. And uh, Inky is about to stab him, but then because Shatner was so good, he was so pure, he was still going to go to heaven. Um, so instead, the Incubus is like, here, have my sword. Now you stab me back. Kind of like that scene in Scream where they're like, keep it to the edges. Um, so he gets stabbed uh, uh, by Shatner, which thus stains the soul of William Shatner with murder and ruins his purity so that he can be dragged to hell. Because um, self-defense is a sin. Yeah, it turns out that um, that the devil is a he's a real like uh, letter of the law, not spirit of the law kind of guy, I guess, with murder. Well, then I have a question. <laughs> Did William Shatner not kill anyone in war? Does yeah. that not count? Great point. Great point. Also, for what it's worth, this is a demon, not a person, and he doesn't die. So I don't know because <sighs> he totally lived. The demon lives through the stabbing. So I don't know what rules they're going on that this is what makes him impure and so he can go, be dragged down to the pit of hell. Seems like he's, it's fine. He's just what? that kid from Hacksaw Ridge. That's who uh, William Shatner is. I'm sure just that's the, a great reference I can't help with, but yeah, just like that kid. Does I not, can't help either. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay, sorry, Anthony. You're on your own up on that ridge. I maybe. Oh, maybe. Wait, Sarah, wait. Maybe you've gotten to the heart of it. Maybe the reason he's what? still pure despite going to war is because he was a pacifist there so he like went into war and refused to hurt anybody and then the war ended he was the hero from hacksaw ridge the real life person or like a thing other people have heard of anthony uh he's like that christmas truce but just a one-man christmas truce he just made that all happen stopped the war so he's that's why he's such a big hero while his sister was at home making bread and murdering people i assume um anyway i'm sure anthony like 30 to 40 percent of the people listening are with you on this hacksaw ridge thing so you're doing well, fine i mean maybe he was a war hero like he was the ship uh, like a captain of a ship you know who did a lot of like very conflicting things you know maybe in a distant future and then when he <laughs> died he came here to pay judgment for his sins did he press a button 
Or, no, but he did let a bunch of gerbils die. And he did let that <laughs> one woman die to keep the past and, like, let World War II happen. Like, that's uh, a big Star Trek episode. You know, so he did some fucked yeah. up shit. Uh, oh, he could have a... also been okay. a hero of the card game war. <laughs> Did you think about that? Oh yeah, and it, he just he his like victory dance is what hurt his leg. He like fell over. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, he had a couple of horrible paper cuts, and yeah. Uh, yeah, but he he won every time there was a tie, and then he did that three card playoff. He won every one of those. He was a hero. Yeah, undefeated really. at the world's worst card game. So. Uh, anyway, so his soul is stained according to devil rules, and so he's going to go to hell. Um, but then Shatner is like, he's also stabbed pretty badly, so he kind of like belly crawls back to the church, which is not helping his stabbed belly. But then Kia feels real bad because she loves him, even though his relationship or their, their relationship will never possibly work. And uh, And then the goat, oh, then the guy turns into a goat and just kind of stares at him. And that's the movie. Well, uh, stares at them and then disappears. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, but it's and it's kind of like a seductive goat look. And then he's like, I'll be back in the sequel. And then he disappears. It's, well, she does renounce the devil and accept the god of light, as she calls him. And then somehow miraculously makes like the sign of the cross. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't burn her body. So yeah, she turns out all right. And uh, but I, yeah. I mean, despite that. Okay. So you've known you've known a guy. Or in his case, you've known a lady for six hours, half of which she was asleep and you were kidnapping her. The At least an hour of which was you fighting with her boss to the death, who was a goat. Um, even if she converts to your religion that night, I feel like they are not going to have a lot of talk to talk about later. They they don't like the same food. They, they, like, they don't have the right hobbies. This is going to be a terrible relationship. I mean, this definitely... I mean, she caused the rape and murder of your sister. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's that. Um, well, and I guess they have he, that to talk about. He doesn't know she was directly involved in that, right? So there's a conversation, like, right after the goat leaves that he's like, Oh, fuck. <laughs> this has been a crazy 12 hours, right? Yeah. Just two <laughs> random strangers meet and all this crazy shit happens. Where did you say you were from, by the way? And then, <laughs> <laughs> like, Why did that goat seem like you? He was trying to high five you earlier on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so not only that, but not only all of that other stuff that I said, but also your relationship is built on lies. It's not going to go great for them. Um, so that's the movie, you guys. That's what happens. It's in Esperanto, also the whole time, and it's not pronounced right, even though it sounded just perfectly fine and weird to us um let's all say something nice about it now uh, we're gonna start for the major compliment we like to start and end every um i guess end and end every discussion with a compliment <laughs> um uh the first one is called the major compliment uh steven you're up first what's your uh first nice thing you're gonna say about this movie uh, uh well because of the the as we said the subtitles were in french and then they were put on uh, English subtitles with big blocky subtitles on it. Uh, they were very visible and easy to read, um, which means I watched this movie in four four times the normal speed, which means <laughs> I watched this entire movie in like 17 minutes. <laughs> so, which this is uh, a brisk I, episode. I, I really recommend it. I think I got everything more or less. I, I, I The first couple of minutes, I didn't realize I could do that. But uh, if you want to just get a piece of culture and you have 20 minutes, do it. Yeah, I love, uh, you, you are becoming the Ezra of the show, I guess. Ezra loves speeding stuff up and trying yeah, to find the no. fastest way to watch it. He'll do 14 different file conversions to get it into a place where he can skip a few frames. 
Oh man, I'm not that. I this the Dropbox video player has the option to go up to four times. So, <laughs> I I have a question for you because I watched this at two times speed. You guys, um, and because uh, I watched like the first like twenty minutes of it at regular speed, and then I was like, let's let's get, let's get this done. Um, but <laughs> I personally thought I don't know if this worked in four times, but I thought. The score for this movie worked so much better at two times speed. I I was sitting there and I was like, this is actually really good music. And then I was like, wait, this is is twice as fast as this music's supposed to be. But I really was digging the score. So I don't Mm. know if at four times speed you also got... I had the exact same thing. I actually Whoa. did the exact same thing with it where there was a part where it was building tension and I was like, wow, this is like this music actually works really well. Like how good would it be at 2x? And I was like, this is still pretty good. And there was like how is it 1x? I was like, this is fine, but like it's better <laughs> faster. It just like the pacing could have been a little bit improved, I think. Oh man. I'm going to listen to figure out where that like what that sounded like uh, cuz that is a very interesting sound to me. Apparently I'm the only one who's dedicated enough to spend the whole hour 5 watching this movie. <laughs> okay, you sucker. No, I did too. <laughs> okay, good. I did good, too. Good. You know, I was I I was asked here for a reason and and I'm going to Give our sponsor her money's worth. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, you Check out Sarah from dunking me. on me like that, though. <laughs> oh, you know, some of us are just pure of heart and um, can't be taken down to the ocean. It's that uh, pure Episcopal yeah. blood that gets gets you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's Editor Alex here from the future, just popping into the show to say, I found it. I mean, I didn't find it. I like made it. I got a chunk of the movie, of the score, played it 4X, and it is crazy balls so enjoy uh so uh sarah why don't you go next then why don't you pure us up with your compliment oh thank you so much um (laughs) my compliment this is a real for real compliment I dug the little feather things that the succubi wore in their hair. Oh, yeah. I thought they were cool. Yeah. They were like a kind of little gothy, like, pair of crow's wings in the back, like, as like a cool ponytail accent. And I thought they were just like a really good look. For a while, I thought their ears were wearing hats. Um, (laughs) They were, because they were like on the sides, I think. Yeah, it's just like a good look. Yeah. I don't know. It was neat. It was like a fun little barrette. Yeah. (laughs) I liked it. Um, my, my major compliment is that I actually, I thought a couple of the, I mean, except for the, uh, assault part, I actually like liked a big chunks of this movie. Um, I thought it was really interesting, uh, but I, especially there was a couple of just really great shots and the, my two favorite shots are, uh, the one where she's drowning him, the shot underwater of his face while he's got someone yeah. stepping on his head. I was like, they're, sh- they're holding this shot for a while yeah. actually underwater. So that was impressive. Yeah. And then uh, I, I I liked the sort of like campy old Halloween feel of the incubus rising from the dead, and then I loved the moment where the incubus appears in the room, hanging upside down from the ceiling. I was not expecting that, and he's shirtless, and this is pretty like sweaty. This is great. I, you know, this is kind of uh, summarizing b- both of your compliments more than I think both of you meant it, but like this movie wasn't poorly made and like really it no. like the cinematography was really generally really good and that like we were talking about the music being pretty good if you speed it up and the <laughs> yeah, costume yeah. design worked and like it was acted pretty like this was you know other than the pronunciation and the the, the some of the the aspects of the movie but it was like 
not a bad movie. I mean, this is just from the first sentence of Wikipedia, but the cinematography was done by Conrad Hall, who went on to th- win three Academy Awards for his well, work on Butch Cassidy, American Beauty, and Road to Perdition. So, yeah. whoa. Wow. Legitimately dope cinematographer was working on this. I'm yeah. trying to think of how this connects to American Beauty. <laughs> yeah. Um, some t- oh, there's the, there is a scene where uh, 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 Kevin Spacey has his shirt off and is sweaty. Mm-hmm. That's clearly his thing that he likes. Um, yeah. Also, like, Kevin Spacey uh, had a bunch of uh, scandals, and so did, uh, was it Milos Milos? Well, he had one, one big, big scandal. One. Yeah. 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 <laughs> one, scandal one. is like a real soft thing to say about <laughs> yeah, yeah. murdering. Oh family, yeah, but. he had that that one that one bad headline. Yeah. yeah. Well, he had yeah. he had two. He was in, he was oh, at a boy. street fight in Bel- Belgrade. Apparently, it was really embarrassing. Oh boy. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I yeah, I did not know anything about Milos Milos, but I actually uh, I thought he was also kind of a great uh, succubus, not knowing that he turned out to be a real terrible person later. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's if you want to get into, if you want to buy the official story, yeah. But what I'd love to buy your uh, unofficial fanfic. What's that? I I I think him, Mickey Rourke had him and his wife murdered for the affair. Like that's oh, what I've right. always thought of the interpretation of that story was was that I, somebody involved in that it was he was murdered and then retroactively made to look like it was a murder suicide. But yes, I, it I, I also could have been that too. You know. Yeah. Either way, you gotta admit, the public relations nightmare. Scandal, yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ouch. All right, uh, Anthony, closes out. What's your major compliment? Uh, kind of, ba- uh, loosely based on your, all of your compliments, uh, was like the stuff in this movie that is actually good. There's this moment I really liked, uh, which is right, like, like second or third scene in, she has like her I want moment, and uh, her sister boss is like, no, you can't do that because they love. And she's like, well, I right. want to. And she storms off and does this thing when she's walking through the woods angry that she picks up a stick and just starts <laughs> whacking stuff as she's walking around. Yeah. And I was just like, I know that moment. It's like it was a very like, this is weird, but yeah, like, oh, she's like a child. petulant child. Yeah. Like, yeah. it just to me, it's like, I got, I, I really liked that. It made me like that character. It was just like this neat touch that they didn't need to do. But there was a lot of stuff like that in this movie. And that was one yeah. of them very early on that like stood out. That was like, that's very funny. I well, love that. Especially because the way like she, when she's walking in the ocean or in the river, like when the guys are chasing her, it's like, uh, it's frequently uh, looks like they're not particularly human in the way they're moving, and so having it be uh, having that moment where they actually look really human is kind of a nice touch. Um, yeah, uh, I can't, I can't wait to watch this at four X speed. I'm not gonna watch the whole thing again <laughs> later, but I'm just curious what it's like because that is not something I've ever done with video for this show. I always do the audio fast, but I tried to get to the just start it when William Shatner doesn't show up in this movie until like. Like twenty five percent through it, yeah, or something. yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah. I would, I would start around there personally. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. I and again, you can do again, the whole that... movie in like seventeen minutes. Yeah, that, like, yeah. Like, it's it's well, great. The flip side of this, though, is that I do hate uh, a sponsorship that has uh, subtitles because I can't do anything else. Yeah, it, I'm way less. I know I'm normally pretty productive during this work, which I know is controversial among people who review stuff for shows. But ours are bad, so I have to get laundry done. <laughs> I deserve it. You sure do, man. Also, I want to. I want to maybe post a picture of this goat because this goat looks real friendly. 
<laughs> he doesn't know he's playing. This is the great thing about being a goat in a movie. You don't know you're playing a demon. You're just hanging out being a goat. You're like, what a fun day. I'm just, I'm on a movie set. These, this William Shatner is here. I'm a goat. I mean, you hope, right? You hope you get, this is, you know, a moment when you get to really shine and play a demon, but you probably just could end up playing a goat. Oh, that's true. Know? I guess goat's probably this, like a demon is like the most interesting acting job. Um, there is like, there's the scene where she's like wrestling with the goat and he's like, he's got, so he's got like a fight scene and everything. He's getting hazard pay. And he doesn't, yeah, although he didn't get to dance like the goat and the witch, <laughs> the goat and the witch. Yeah. The film, the witch the, from last the year. Vavitch. Oh, is that good? It's People excellent. Like it, and the goat I, yeah, is I really top want to see notch. That. Okay. Yeah. That goat, that goat right there. That's a goat that owned its paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> he dances the finest goat acting i ever did see although this goat is a close second um i the hollywood reporter oh, story the the real on. story behind the breakout goat from the witch <laughs> this, is, I, this is a breakout role wasn't there a, a really good goat actor in city slickers <laughs> um oh fun fact was the, there the, or was it a cow oh maybe it was a cow you're right the goat in, in one movie? Movie? i thought City, City slickers? slickers. I thought it was it was cattle oh, related. You're right. Movie, you're right. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Yeah, well, he too. does get a pet cow at the end of City Slickers. I think yeah. I'm thinking of a cow. So apparently, the goat in the witch um, put one of his co-stars in the hospital. Yikes! Yeah. So he was like, well, maybe I mean, he's not like not great to work with. Don't fucking. It was method. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he just. There was actually a hotel fight after a long, like, 12-hour day of shooting. Like, it was just real irritable. Yeah, doing a lot of coke. <laughs> Go- goat coke. Goat. goat. Um, the goat was in the witch was named Charlie. And now he's retired to a farm on Orlando. Or uh, Ontario. Oh. Orlando sucks. Ontario. Yeah. Well. The good goat country. Yeah, you don't get the buffets of Orlando, but it's fine. <laughs> Snitch haters, and I made myself so easy to love. Yeah, yeah. How much they hate it. All right, and now it's time for lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Thanks, Anthony. We're going to the lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Here we go. We gotta finish this shit up. Uh, uh, so Lightning Bonus Round is our <laughs> mini game segment where we play games inspired by but not about the movie directly and so for Lightning Bonus Round you guys I just want to have a quick conversation about Esperanto mm. we're going to talk about it I'm going to tell you some fun facts and then we're going to learn some Esperanto phrases together okay uh, did you uh, guys do any googling do you read anything up on Esperanto when this happened when you watched this movie I, I, I did not I looked at the Wikipedia page and found it to be longer than I wanted it to be. So, <laughs> so long. Um, but according to that page, two million speakers worldwide, including some native speakers of Esperanto. What What do you think what has more? What does that mean? <laughs> there are, what do you uh, think has more speakers, uh, Esperanto or Klingon? That's a good question. For in terms oh, of William gosh. Shatner languages that he's had to learn. <laughs> Which, okay, I, I want to say this was going, uh, like... I was thinking about this, about, I I imagine young William Shatner was a very annoying person. Uh, uh, yeah. But just imagining him on Star Trek sets, people being like, uh, no, uh, the, the Klingon needs to be pronounced this way. And he'd be like, I learned Esperanto in 10 days. I got this. <laughs> just constantly. 
apparently, according to uh, the Wikipedia page, uh, there are about 20 to 30 fluent speakers of Klingon. What? There's a bunch of people who know phrases and can have very minor conversations. Um, but there is only... Where does that Esperanto number come from? Is that uh, self-reported Wikipedia. from an Esperanto org. society? Well, that, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Accessed March 25th, 2018. Um, <laughs> Uh, well, a uh, fun fact about both of those languages are available on Duolingo. So there's probably a lot more Klingon speakers since that happened. You can learn and you can learn uh, Esperanto there. No, so Esperanto actually does have like a couple of weird areas of wide adoption. There's a few. Uh, it's actually relatively popular in China. The Chinese government um, has runs an entire news site uh, in oh, Esperanto wow. um, and a radio station. The China Radio International does stuff in uh, Esperanto. Um Vatican Radio has an Esperanto version of its website, not of its radio. Um, the U.S. Army publishes military phrase books in Esperanto, um, or it did for it did for at least twenty years in the fifties, sixties, and seventies. Um, it's the working language of several nonprofit organizations. Um, it's yeah, it's it did like it made some small inroads as the thing it was trying to be, uh, and then like did not entirely work. Uh, but it, it made some progress. Uh, here are some more Esperanto facts. Feel free to ask questions. Uh, Esperanto fact number two. That was the first one. Number two, twenty-eight letter alphabet. What? Um, it added. <laughs> so it has six letters with hats. So there's like a normal C and then C with a hat. G G with a hat. H H with a hat. J S and U all have hats. Although U's hat is a, an upside down hat, so it looks like the U is wearing a tinier U on its head. Aww. Yeah, it's cute. Um, get, <laughs> it's baby. It also gets rid of several uh, letters. It gets rid of four letters. Do you want to guess what they are? Yeah. Q. X. Correct and correct. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna... trying to remember what they said in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, they never I'm... said quixotic. <laughs> I'm going to take a real wild swing here, and I'm going to say we're getting rid of Q. Uh, you mean the thing that Steven just guessed and I said yes? Oh, yeah, never mind. I'm and then I was able of... to find a word that had both a Q and an X immediately, <laughs> and nobody complimented me. Good job, Steven. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to say we got rid of B. B? Yeah, Sorry. they went crazy. Now, uh, the remaining two letters are... Why? Uh, yes, why? Yeah, they didn't want to oh, deal with the sometimes. Wow. I thought about sounds that were replicated by other letters and figured it had to be one of those. Oh, well, that's good thinking. That might get you the other one, too. There's another. The last letter does have some, uh, uh, maybe not sounds, but the sounds of the letter's name. Mm. Uh, what? Uh, w? Yep. Yep. Yo! You guys did it. Only one wow. incorrect guess, and it was Anthony's, and it was after he'd guessed something that had already been correctly guessed. Um, wow. Uh, fun Esperanto fact number three. Um, Esperanto is frequently accused of being inherently sexist because of the way they build their uh, default nouns to be masculine. Well, you know what? It was the 60s. <laughs> well, actually... Uh, default was sexist uh, and <laughs> racist. So those are, that is definitely true of the 60s, but I guess I should add a bonus fun fact then. Uh, Esperanto was actually created in the 1870s. And also a notably sexist time. Yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like going backwards. We're going to find a better time for either of those two things, and going forward, marginally so. But uh, definitely 1870s, 1880s, um, and it was created by an ophthalmologist. Why? Mm. 
It's a great question. Um, he created language to, to reduce the time and labor we spend in learning foreign languages. And actually, that leads me to another fun Esperanto fact, you guys. It turns out that although it's not super useful to know the language for communicating in most places, if there's uh, several studies have been done that if you learn Esperanto for one year and then French for three, in, you will be significantly more proficient in French than if you just learned French for four years. So wow. there's something about the way Esperanto is constructed that it does help you learn other languages, especially Romance languages. Yeah, because it sounded... It was one of those things where you hear it and it feels like you should be able to understand it, you know, because it has that like Latin base to it. It was a really uncomfortable experience actually to like listen to this language. Well, and it's great that you say that because it is slightly off putting to hear. And that was the, one of the main reasons it was done in Esperanto and not a known language. So that would sound slightly off to you, which would add to the slightly demonic feel to it. And like, where are we in the world? I didn't even think about why it wasn't Esperanto. I was just like, sure, for this movie. <laughs> well, <laughs> the other Esperanto reason... Esperanto is the language of purgatory. That's <laughs> exactly. So that's the second reason. And then the third reason is obviously uh, they just thought it would get some attention for an otherwise low-budget horror film. It was weird how it, like I felt like every actor and actress used, like, was pronouncing, like, had a different accent when they were speaking it. Like... I felt like oh. William Shatner sounded almost more Italian at times, occasionally French, and then yeah. uh, the other sounded more Spanish or something. It was just interesting. Yeah, so interesting. Okay, so now let me give you a quick uh, gl- grammar lesson. This is fun fact number four. All singular nouns in Esperanto end in O, all adjectives in A, and all adverbs in E. So it's super simple to know what element of a sentence is represented by any word without having to know the exact meaning you'll know at least what part of speech it is, uh, which is one of the reasons why it's so easy to learn. So, um, for example, hundo means dog, uh, felica means happy, and rapide means quickly. Um, uh, so, uh, all nouns, adjectives, adverbs, O-A-E. That's kind so of they don't have a they don't have a buffalo, 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 buffalo. Exactly. <laughs> Good. That they Do you don't know what I'm that, talking about? I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay. Anthony and Sarah, do you know what he's talking about? Yes, I do. Ooh. I'm a buffalo. Anthony, <laughs> Anthony, are you? You're, you haven't seen this? The Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo meme. No. Okay. Anyway, the 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 short version is just like there's like I don't remember the exact number. Is it like it's eight? a Buffalo, 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 Buffalo? Is how I it, I've heard it was seven. That's so, how I. Th- when so I if hear you say it, a sentence I, I of just the word Buffalo way. seven times, that is a grammatically correct sentence. It may be eight, too. Yeah. You know, I, th- I thought it was eight, but seven sounds fine. Yeah. Uh, no, it's like, I don't know. It's like the longest sentence you can construct out of just one word, and it has to do with um, buffalo as in the place as well as the animal, and then there's an adge- or there's a verb. So buffalo from buffalo can do the act- action of buffaloing. So anyway, that's the basic. You can look it up. It's a fun like, little meme about buffaloes. Now it's time to learn some Esperanto. Great. Okay. Um, so I'm going to say these wrong, uh, to you guys, but then I'm going to enter, I'm going to add in technically, um, Google's really awful machine translation of it instead. Um, so that you'll, the people can hear that instead of mine. Uh, I don't know pronunciations. So, uh, here, here we go. So let's learn, let's learn some of these together. So I'll say it and then you actually, I'll put this in the chat too. So you can see, you guys can say it along after me. So I'll say it. In English, then I will say it in Esperanto, and then we'll 
you guys will all say it in Esperanto back. Cool? Cool. Let me get let me do this technically so we can do it. Here's our chat. All right. Here's our first one. Um uh, so Esperanto lesson number one. I am too pretty to drink your dirty water. Mi now you try. <laughs> I don't have the chat. Oh, I know. I was like, where, where, how do I put up the chat on <laughs> Skype? Damn it. None of us are Microsoft users. <laughs> Steven works for Microsoft. <laughs> that doesn't mean I'm a Microsoft user. Do not put that in the show. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. Maybe uh, this game doesn't extra Jobella pot. Trinky via Malupa Akavo? Close enough. Close enough. I'm too pretty to drink your dirty water. Sentence number two. I want to put your penis in the sea. Oh. <laughs> I don't hey. want to say that. The idea, Alex, that you think I need words to communicate. <laughs> I want to put your penis in the sea. You just do it with these your eyebrows? Eyes will yeah, these eyes will tell you everything you need. Uh, fun fact about this sentence, I was working on these Google translations right before the show, and my wife walked by, having no idea what was going on, and was just like, she heard Google saying that, and was like, ah, I'm, just I'm surprised that's not in all the normal phrase books for you, for whatever I, language you're learning. Can I make a, a recommendation that you say, give us the next uh, one in uh, Esperanto first, and let, we can try to guess what it means? Oh, I love it. I love that. Actually, and it also, this is a very good one for that. So here is your sentence. Oh, well, there's something about William Shatner in there. Yeah. I can tell you that. And I'm guessing movie Gus is movies. And Trey uh, Rapid D seems like fast. Yeah. Is that active, Shatner? Oh, yeah. Um, you guys, I I, I have to I hate this. I have to pause for two seconds. Um, my wife locked herself in the stairwell. Oh no, that's so scary! <laughs> Go get I'll her. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Now we have time to figure out this sentence. I know. I know. Something movies are something starring Shatner, something like that. Well, it's not like, so, so the last two sentences, it will start with I, you know? So, like, C is obviously a different. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Maybe so. something like, I'm surprised this movie didn't quickly end William Shatner's career. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's good. Just using context clues and knowing <laughs> Alex's sense of humor. Sorry, well, so what did you guys decide? Uh, is it something like, um, I'm surprised this movie didn't quickly end William Shatner's career? <laughs> oh, that's a pretty solid guess. You got, I mean, you definitely have those, you're getting some good context clues. No, the, uh, the correct translation is, this relationship is moving too fast, Mr. Shatner. Oh, nice. Oh. So these are more movie-based than my-based. All right, I'll try one more. See, we, I mean, you probably won't get this, but let's take a chance. Um, also, yeah, it was, uh, it was not Megan's fault. Her key broke. Um, it's really sad. I, I wouldn't dream of blaming Megan. <laughs> All, right. All right. So, uh, sentence number four. <laughs> this goat is my fiance. 
That is, is that right? So close. <laughs> Take uh, it. The, so it's ni estas. This goat is not my fiance. Oh, oh, oh of course. This is a very good guess. You just got to finish the sentence. Uh, and uh, we'll do one more. This is a good suggestion, Stephen. You saved this game from being terrible. Um, our final sentence in Esperanto. La investanto y volas retenician monon. Ooh, your retinas burn right off if you look at the sun. <laughs> that is a good guess, but not uh, even close. <laughs> I, oh, no. I can see how you got there, but that's there. not it. Uh, let's do, la investanto. That I think is maybe going to be your key there. Um, uh, let Let's investigate the dead body on the sea. <laughs> that's also a good guess. No, this one is actually now. This is more like the the one you thought I was doing before, as far as my sense of humor goes. Um, Anthony, do you want to take a guess? Uh, I have no idea where to even begin. Okay, so uh, the correct translation of that from Esperanto is, the investors would like their money back. <laughs> oh. uh, so that is your, those are your Esperanto lessons of the day. Please enjoy. Uh, thank, hopefully you guys are able to play along at home as well. And uh, congratulations to Stephen for really nailing the goat is not my fiance. Um, thank you. Except the entire opposite of the meaning. Yeah, but you know guess. what? You, <laughs> got, you got the key elements, which were goat and uh, fiance. Um, yeah. Anyway, so you can play along uh, by going to readers.com slash next, and you can uh, suggest games for upcoming episodes. Also, if you go to Duol- if you use Duolingo, which I had used for a long time for Spanish and I really like, you can uh, maybe try to learn a little bit uh, of Esperanto on your own. So check it out. Um, now it's time for a minor compliment. We're going to go in reverse order uh, from the way we started. So we're going to, uh, let's see. So we're going to go with Anthony first. What's your last nice thing you're going to say about uh, the 1996, 1966 film? Incubus. Uh, I thought William Shatner was okay, which is not <laughs> something I often think. Uh, I thought the fact that he, he showed up, memorized these lines or something. Like, the idea of a hungry William Shatner is a very funny idea to me. This like, William Shatner, yeah, like, sure. like, sitting there dealing with this production and being like, but I really need the gig. Like, I like that idea. I found that comforting. <laughs> Uh, getting a good, d- decent performance out of Shatner. Hey, man, say what you want about this director. More talented people have tried and failed of getting <laughs> better performances out of William Shatner. Including William Shatner himself. Yeah, including William Shatner. Yeah. It's like, you ever hear, I forget who it was, but like one of those like uh, Star Trek TV episode directors has a quote about like, the secret to directing William Shatner is you have to tire him out. So you have to just do way... You have to do way more takes with him than any other actor. Because once he is like, oh, it's in the can and it's good, he's not going to try and that's when, you, that's when you get the take you're going to So use. the key that's, to directing William Shatner is to treat him like a puppy? Yeah, yeah. You want him to think like just it's done. Just let him run around. Just, yeah, just get him tired and then he'll say the line in not a crazy, weird, non-human. The other thing for if you want William Shatner to deliver a line really well is like just take him for a drive for a little while, just like let the the purring of the engine kind of soften him up well, first. You got to put some newspaper down where mm-hmm. his mugs mm-hmm. are going to be, so this way he knows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my minor compliment, uh, I guess I have two tiny minor compliments. Uh, uh, one of them is for uh, this is this is just a tiny plug, not really a compliment. I guess it's technically not allowed, <laughs> but um, the. Uh, 
there's this random uh, video song spoken word thing that William Shatner did with Henry Rollins back in 2007 called I Can't Get Behind That where he just complains about random things about the world to music <coughs> and uh, one of them that I really like it, they just both yell things they're mad about um, and it is really delightful uh, my favorite one is that uh, when oil prices go down or when oil prices go up gas prices go up that day and when oil prices go down it takes weeks for them to make the gas prices get lower he can't get behind that. Anyway, um, so I really enjoy that. I'm going to put that in the show notes because that uh, makes me laugh. Um, and then uh, the uh, also this guy Henry Rollins on it, who's a really fascinating and delightful person. And then my other one is just for learning a uh, a movie in another language is just a super uh, interesting thing to do. And I like I obviously you'd normally have a native speaker there to help you, but. Uh, I don't like my mom is a sings with a symphony and she's had like learned symphonies all the time in German, which she does not speak and in other languages. And uh, she's I think she's learning a symphony right now in Yiddish. I want to say anyway, fascinating things. Um, uh, probably not that. And she's embarrassed that I just said that. But anyway, she learns a lot of uh, languages this way, just phonetically, and then has to say them as if like knowing the meanings. And that's just a really f- fascinating challenge. So I've never watched a movie where I knew everybody was doing that before. It was really interesting. Well, I mean, also, like, send your mom this movie and be like, see, if you fuck it up, no one cares, apparently. <laughs> no one just knows. Yeah. <laughs> really get in there and just butcher the fucking language. It doesn't matter. Because they'll still pit it out. I, I mean, they won't. We had to dig this up in a <laughs> bathroom in Paris, but yeah, uh, it'll still get somewhere. Um, Sarah, what's your minor compliment? Uh, my minor compliment is that Big Sur looks great. Yeah, Big Sur. <laughs> this was all filmed on location at the Big Sur State Park. Mm-hmm, which is a nice <laughs> and, park. And uh, yeah, it looks beautiful. I was like, this is some nice California beach. They went to one of the very classic SoCal beaches that have um, weird random rock formations that do look very demonic. Mm, um, yeah. So it was like an interesting setting for a movie. And, you know, I just... It's just nice. Just a nice little vacation of a movie that way. Yeah. I love a movie that shows you a nice little piece of trees. That was my favorite part about Twilight. It was like one of my my first compliments in the history of this show was uh, that I liked all the shots over the Pacific Northwest forests the uh, um, on the Olympic Peninsula. Yeah. It's really nice. Anthony. Wait. Anthony already went. Steven. Minor compliment. Finish this up. Anthony, do you want to go? You wanna do you want to do another one? <laughs> Uh, my compliment, which is not something I'm making up on the spot now and something I prepared, is... For what it's worth, uh, I definitely had to make one up, and I was going to come up with two, so I bought you some time. Yeah, I've been searching frantically. <laughs> uh, I also forgot my compliment. Uh, oh, okay. From, uh, I, I thought of another, the William Shannon thing on the fly, but I did want to say, uh, one of the things I really did enjoy in this movie... The if you have a meet cute with somebody during an eclipse, mm-hmm. and the second it's over, you said, "Well, it looks like we just spent the night together." Oh. That's a pretty good line. <laughs> that is like, like I actually when I thought that I was like, "Okay, yeah. I'm a married man. Eclipse don't come by very often, but I'm gonna put that in my back pocket. I'm just gonna have that one holster <laughs> because there's no way." Anyone has seen this movie besides us? That's true. So that line is says good. It's a perfectly good line. Yeah. I think it's even more romantic if you say it in the Esperanto. <laughs> <laughs> or you could say that one about uh, putting his penis in the sea. 
Yeah, that's an I option. <laughs> I didn't teach you the correct Esperanto for that love scene, but yeah. All right. You always try a goof like that until it turns out this is one of the like 200 people who speak Esperanto. Then you look like, <laughs> like end up looking like a real ass. Man, what if yeah, your wife's laughing? Your wife secretly learned Esperanto years ago, and this is the time where she like responds to you like, "I know what you're saying, idiot," but in Esperanto. That'd be oh, finally good. in a different language than just English. <laughs> <laughs> Steven, minor compliment. Finish this up. Well, okay. Uh they they goofed in this movie, right? But I think it was a good goof. Uh because the total eclipse uh it's shown when the, there's a full moon, but a solar eclipse only occurs at the time of a noon moon. Yeah. Uh but my compliment is uh-huh. that that's how it should be. Oh, it should be at a full moon? Yeah, over. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, everybody, that is it. Thank you so much for joining us. We are going to be back again next week. Next week, we're talking about Mac and Me, the 1988 kids movie, trying to make money off E.T.'s success. Um, and the reason we are watching this movie, Anthony, is because you and I lost a bet. Yeah. So, Anthony and I, uh, as if you may recall from a couple episodes ago from our Oscars episode, uh, the post-Oscars episode, we had been in an Oscar pool. We did not win. I got one point away, but I just did not trust Dunkirk enough. And so, uh, the and the, the the Oscar pool was whoever wins gets to pick a, a thing that everyone else has to watch. And so, our friend Adam beat us, and he chose Mac and Me, which he mailed a DVD to Anthony of. So, uh, and I, I when I lose a bet, I pay, but I also yep. double bill. So I'm going to use it for the podcast. <laughs> we got to watch Sweet the bad also. thing anyway. I don't know if you... I didn't put too much thought into it, but had you considered what you would have chosen if you had won? Um, I imagine this will come up next week, but I'm very curious. I'm going to put a lot of thought into what I would have actually chosen. Yeah, I didn't, because uh, I thought there was a 0% chance I would win until, like, the first point when I was, like... Or the first three things got announced, and I was one point ahead, and I was like, oh, God, I got to scramble. And so I never came up with a good one. Uh, but I... Yeah, I'll come up next week with something that would be fun to make everybody watch. Um... Yeah, what would you do? Uh, interesting. So, uh, let us know what you would force someone to watch if the, if you want to bet. I think you can tell us that on Facebook yeah. or Twitter. That'll be really fun, and see if you can give us maybe give me an idea so I can steal it and use it on the show next week. Um, also, uh, thank you uh, to our meat buddy this week, Reverend Lauren. Congratulations on your new baby. And uh, if you guys, by the way, if you're interested in maybe Sarah, if you're interested in getting back in touch with your Episcopal roots, uh, you can read Reverend Lauren's sermons at therevlauren.com. Um, I can't. Uh, vouch for them I root for the goat you know um, so these are not my people but uh, yeah she, uh, they, are, they are available so therevlauren.com um, I, there's not like cool. it's not like a dot god it's weird that this is commercial um, <laughs> no okay um, you got a little chuckle out of me but <laughs> like what did you want did you, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stop the show because of that I, joke when I said nothing, what I really meant was uh, I was assuming no one at home liked it either. Anyway, yeah. so that's all that. Uh, thank you so much, Reverend Lauren. And also that, Anthony, that completes this round of sponsorships. Yeah. We did it. We finished it. We got through March Badness. This was the last episode of March Badness, although next week's is so bad that I'm going to consider it like uh, it's March Badness in April. 
Um, I mean, there there were certain themes that ran through this much badness that I would like to avoid in the future. Uh, we dealt with a lot of uh, a lot of uncomfortable assaults throughout <laughs> this whole month. Yeah. That I I'm ready for a break. I, I don't know what Mac and Me is, but I'm almost positive there's no sexual assault in it, which oh, I'm boy, very I'm excited <laughs> to get a break from. Yeah. Uh, uh, this has been an exhausting, fun month. Good choices oh, it, uh, for the most part, but weird points. Yeah, some weird stuff. I am I am also glad to be done with it. Um, also, this is by far the shortest movie or the shortest topic of, of March Badness, so it was kind of a nice That's true. cruising <laughs> into the end, you know, like not working too hard. It was like a senioritis for this month. Um, we have a bunch of really fun stuff coming up in April, too, and then, of course, anime. So... Um, uh, if you're a meat buddy, go ahead and vote for space movies. This is your chance for uh, Rocket, Space, NASA, any of those themed movies. And we will be watching that after Mac and me. And thanks to all of our meat buddies. You can become a meat buddy at readers.com slash meat buddies. And you can vote on those things. You'll, if you become a meat buddy this week, you'll have a chance to vote in the, the Rocket movies conversation. Uh, and so thank you all of them. Thank you at Anthony Lopez Part 2 for uh, being on the show. Always, always a pleasure to be here. It's always great to talk to you. And at Carter Street 42, thanks for making it, Steven. Thanks for having me, and thanks for having Lauren. And I also, if you're in Seattle, I have a sketch show coming out in oh, yeah. uh, 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 the, the 6th and 7th of April at the Pocket Theater. Uh, it's about Watergate, because I wanted it to be accessible to everybody. <laughs> uh, you have a sketch show about Watergate? Yeah, it's called Watergate, a comedy show. <laughs> I think there's one really good sketch in it. The rest uh, I could give her. <laughs> All right. Well, you sure know how to promote. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'll put a link up to the show notes and on our social and stuff. If you're in Seattle, check out Steven's sketch show, Watergate, a comedy. And uh, thanks, man. And I'm glad, you, I'm glad you're promoting the thing. It's really exciting. Yeah. I wish I could be there to see it. That yeah, one sketch at least. Yeah. It's, it's really good. The rest, eh. <laughs> <laughs> and at Sarah Hathaway on Twitter. Thanks for being here, Sarah. Hey, thanks for having me. This was um, a very interesting one. It was. I don't regret having seen it. I I don't either, and I'm glad you you seemed more like willing from the first moment I asked you, whereas Stephen was like hard no because of Esperanto. But then when I mentioned you'd been requested, he softened. So that you were just yeah. game for whatever. And okay, yeah, I... and honestly, that was because I didn't think it was subtitled. <laughs> <laughs> I I, I do want to say how much it means to hear uh, I I did kind of enjoy that like that I feel good that we all got something out of this the last few things have been particularly rough to it go does through. seem like March Madness took a toll on you man I'm sorry uh, yeah this was definitely this is the kind of bad that I am interested in where I feel like I learned a little something I think Mac and me will also be rough but interesting yeah, uh, that's my guess. And then we could talk about space. So things are gonna, Very things good. are looking up, Anthony. I'm, I am dreading anime because I think it's not, it's not my thing. Oh, I'm so excited so for that. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, all of that and more coming up. We'll talk to everybody later. Take care. Goodbye. Oh, baby.